Oh, boys, Dom, I think that on, was mate. the best that one the, yet. That was definitely the worst one. Wait, Dom, you were like three <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> I thought I did pretty well. Oh, Dominic's internet connection is a real fucking problem. I think there might be a slight delay on the video, and it's just... Whatever whatever happens here, whatever we conclude is the problem, it's going to be your fault, Dominic. I know, I know, of yeah, course, everything's my fault. We get it. it has to anyway, be. guys, RuneScape. Right Greg used to play RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, RuneScape was where it was at. I think uh, now you, you brought back memories, Lawrence, when you said that you got married. I'm pretty sure I got married once as well. We had a little like ceremony, and then you type. Do you remember you could type? You had to find out what the sort of the um the keywords, the buzzwords that you typed before you typed words to make like your your words wobbly or. Flashy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and also do you want to know the most ridiculous so like obviously i've kind of i started playing a little bit again and i met I, basically i went on and i used to play this little mini game in the game called barbarian assault and i went in there and i used to be part of the like geek clan for barbarian assault and i went into like the wow. new clan on the old runescape edition and someone remembered me from 10 years ago that was no when way. I last no played. Way. I am not kidding you. And I don't even have the same screen name. And he said, wait, are you Dom? You're the guy who always used to run around with the white scarf and talk about wives. You always used to no hang way. out with a, that That's person called cool. Olive Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> they said they were a girl. So, so. We, you, guys got into the, you guys got into these games. I, my cousin tried to hoax me into playing because she got really intrigued by it. But I just, I could never get invested. Like, you just walk around collecting firewood and, like, killing people randomly. Mate. Did I you just, play I this? I didn't get the point. Oh. How did you have a girlfriend? Did you get some Mate. of her loot? Did it's... they have, like, an Australian version where you had, like, tarantulas and, like, dangerous snakes also in the room? Kangaroos. Just, like, they actually, well, yeah, yeah. You could buy saddles for kangaroos and ride them around. <laughs> people with <fishing> <laughs> oh, the beautiful TW3 stereotype coming out there. So, guys, tell me what you've been up to this week, yeah? Uh, what I've been up to, uh, just a lot of uh, self isolation, building some houses. Uh, On RuneScape? Minecraft. No, no, <laughs> real houses. Real, real houses. <laughs> so, you are listening to TW3. We have a jam packed show today. We'll be looking back at the last month, all the crazy madness, a few of our highlights. Um, we'll also be looking at a few of the stories. In slightly more depth we'll look into and we will be of course bringing you some of the latest news trends finishing off with a further part to our John McAfee saga we are looking forward to it I hope you are too remember if you have anything that you want to tweet or get into us you can either email us at podcast at tw3media.co.uk or of course you can catch us on the twit box at TW3media. So we'll be right back after this. Come on then, Lawrence, give me your crazy story this week. We're going to move rattle it through these and then we've got some special stuff in store for later. I've got a very positive story, which is nice news. It's positive news, okay? So, there's a guy who became a new dad this week, uh, had a baby, lovely, great news. Um, but then, as he did that, he lost his job to COVID-19, obviously, which is bad news, as we're all aware. However... He then won the lottery and won £2.4 million on the lottery just after that. So, obviously, he's got his new kid, lost his job, boom, £2.4 on the lottery. 
Nice. Jesus, what a roller coaster. Uh, I feel like you probably jumped into Absolutely. some of Nibs' good news this week, I must say. I, I did see Nibs' face sort of oh, shit, slightly sorry. squint up no. at the camera as he like looked in with those <laughs> no, evil I'm... little devil eyes. Like, you little bitch. <laughs> like you little <laughs> sneaky ma. <laughs> Guys, sorry, leave Nibs. the good news to me. Yeah, sorry, yeah sorry. in the contract, no, right, no well, good stuff until Nibs is. No, no, that's that's not that's not part of the good news. That is excellent news, though. The guy probably deserves it. Yeah. What a legend! Yeah, he certainly yeah, does. Yeah, he certainly man. does. What would you guys spend two point four million pounds on? Oh, good question. I'd spend a little bit on Dom. Oh, cute. Good oh. question. Oh, um, baby. I'd get you. Yeah, I'd get you a nicer background. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is that the Halo background or Destiny or something? I, I think it is the there. Halo background, yeah. Of course, no. I mean, I um, honestly, I had a meeting the other day. Quick side, I had a meeting the other day with a, uh, a company for something I'm working on. And I go on the conference call and it's two women there and they're both got some funky background with their Zoom. I mean, it just put me off. I'm already there, like, ready to do business. They've both got these backgrounds on. I mean, how much is that? It just puts you off. I mean, literally, you've I got know. a situation now where business is in conducted, where you're wearing no trousers, you've got a beer behind your computer screen, and you've got a <laughs> Halo background. Stop the madness. <laughs> Somebody stop the madness. This is brilliant. Yeah, 2024 flows. Some would say you're living your best life, to be fair. So anyway, 2.4 million. Go on then. Um, what would you buy, Lawrence? Good question, Greg. I remember, do you ever see that video where the, 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 the news, this is the legit news, they're going around asking people like what they'd spend the, the lottery winnings on and they just talk to this guy and he seems really like educated and nice and he's like, yeah, um, so I'm thinking about it. He's like, uh, cocaine and hookers. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have seen that video. Yeah, I've seen that one. It's so yeah. good. Uh, I wouldn't do that, but I just it just brought that to my mind. No, I'd probably just invest it and uh, buy a few little luxuries and just hopefully make sure I've got enough to retire on. Pretty much, that's the plan for me. Let's be realistic. You would spend at least ten percent on cocaine and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so true. there's no denying it. I mean, okay, fine for our listeners. Like a little bit of discretion is advised, but I mean, let's let's be honest. <laughs> Nibs, he's would just do it. Being frank. I mean, Nibs, come on, mate. Besides new backgrounds for me, what would you spend two point four million on? I know, besides the obvious, besides the ten percent that we just spoke about. That ten percent. Okay, so ten percent's already gone. Um, I'd probably do. The, I'd probably do the same as Lawrence. I'd, I'd definitely invest some. I'd, I'd buy a house and yeah, uh, yeah put put, nice. put the rest away for a rainy day. Maybe donate some to the COVID nineteen bullshit. <laughs> Maybe. Nice. Maybe if there's any left. <laughs> Go on, Greg. <clears throat> I, I would be straight down to PC World, even though they're all closed nowadays. The um to get top of the end gaming PC and like a VR, like what's the I guess oh, the, uh, the VR oh, headset, Oculus. Oculus. Yeah, Oculus I've always like the best one nowadays. I've yeah. ne I've still never tried it. I've tried it. It's fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's really good. What is it with you guys in alternate realities? Oh, just because this one's shit, Nibs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nibs, why do you not want... I mean, to be fair, actually, there's a fair point. Is that a good question? Are people with VR headsets happier in quarantine? Probably. I would Probably. be. Because they have an alternative reality they can go to. I think I would buy a little sailboat, I'd slap TW3 Media on the side of it, and I'd sail around the world and take us on a world tour. Oh, that's nice, but it's like our own little... We'd go global. Isn't it? That's nice. 
It's very nice. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Go for All it. right. <laughs> Let's move on. Greg, what's your story this week? So, yeah, my story for this week, uh, something that made me chuckle was a um, uh, cracking headline, uh, as always. Man accidentally ejects himself from fighter jet during supplies flight. <laughs> I saw um, this. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, so reading into it, a surprise outing in a fighter jet unnerved one defence company executive so much he accidentally ejected himself while flying at over 320 miles per hour. The 64-year-old was startled during the takeoff, in which he so he lifted off his seat a bit due to sort of like G-force or something, I suppose. And uh, and he grabbed the eject lever um, while trying to steady himself. It gets worse because then the uh, investigation that was conducted then afterwards to sort of see like what had gone wrong, like could we have done anything to prevent this mishap? Uh, they found that he had loose seat straps, which had caused him to float up in the first place. And he also lost his helmet during the takeoff. Uh, the investigators found that the man had never expressed any interest in flying at all. And the flight had been a gift, <laughs> the flight had been a gift from colleagues, which he felt he couldn't refuse. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. Um, Poor guy. Um, thankfully, the man had a soft landing in a field nearby and was unharmed. And the pilot, imagine, so obviously when you eject from a, a fighter jet, the, the canopy sort of flies off as well so you yeah. can get out and uh, so the the um the pilot managed to land the plane like fine with no canopy and whatever so it's a that's pretty it all impressive. ended yeah it all ended fairly well <laughs> maybe chuckle just imagining it anyway <laughs> imagine <laughs> watching your friend you say oh he's gonna really enjoy this and you're, you're watching from afar your friend got this fire jet and he's launched out of it <laughs> do you reckon he probably do you reckon he probably looked like boris johnson on the zip line when he got stuck up there you, oh, yeah. you just imagine have you anyone seen the video of boris johnson on a zip line where he's yes. just waving the british flags <laughs> yeah. you can just imagine this guy just being like like everything being hung up and he's just like gently floating down <laughs> on his way down on this fighter jet. Yeah. Yeah. What? How much damage do you reckon that causes? I mean, because obviously, presumably they've lost well, the canopy. I mean, these things cost an inordinate amount. So surely this is a lot of money that's just been oh, catastrophically yeah, yeah. wasted. They'll be insured for it, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. What, for letting it's some civvy in? <laughs> it's, it's an experience day. The most surprising thing is the guy's still got his legs and hasn't broken any bones. Because I watched a documentary on uh, fighter jets or like ejecting out of an airplane. You have to mm. tuck your knees up and like brace yourself because it's a it's an explosion that sends you up into up yeah. out of the out of the cabin. So I'm surprised he didn't break his legs. Man, yeah, he's very lucky, wasn't he? Yeah. Very lucky guy. <laughs> lucky boy. Yeah, jeez. Thank you very much for that, Greg. All right, Nibsy, come on. What's your story this week, mate? So, guys, the, the story I found this week is uh, in a groundbreaking vote for sta- sustainability, the EU moves to approve insects for human consumption. Boom. Um, nice. I know, I do know that many indigenous communities around the world and a lot of Asian countries, Middle Eastern countries, they already have delicacies that are uh, insects. So I, I know that uh, in the Lebanese culture, they boil snails and they eat them as a delicacy. Mm. But um, I, I just thought it was, I mean, you like you remember eating worms as a kid and you're like, oh, no one ever whoa, ate whoa, a worm whoa, when they were a kid. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it? You remember no, eating not, worms? I did not look at that and stick that in my mouth. This hang on, hang on. So this this is this is the guy who bites into ice cream. Stop passing judgment, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, so can we just clarify everything for the viewers who have not listened to the previous three episodes? This is essentially a delving into the mysteries of Nibs. All right, so firstly, he bites ice creams. Oh, no, who bites ice creams? You no, bite ice creams. that wasn't so me. Oh, great. yeah, sorry, sorry. All right. <laughs> Secondly, Nibs is terrified of open waters. 
all right? That and now good, okay, we find out enough. he eats worms, all right? Something happened to you as a child. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know what. I got, I, I was left unattended in the garden for too long at a young age. And, you know, whatever happened, happened. The rest is history. <laughs> you know, you say this, Nibs. It's funny you say about um, you know there being delicacies. I remember when I was um, when I was younger watching The Lion King. You know that that scene where like Sim- Simba meets up with Timon and Pumbaa, and they're like they're introducing him to like eating bugs. Yeah. Those bugs do look delicious. They're all like it's a colourful spread, like a fruit salad of, <laughs> of insects like, in front of him, and he gets that one which is like particularly juicy. They're like, mm, you know what? I could go for bugs right now. Yeah. That's what I thought when I was younger. But I didn't then march out to that garden and eat any worms. I'm like nibs. But well, uh, guys, you, you know what? You got to live your life a little bit on the edge. The products that they're gonna, the products that they're thinking about making are products like cricket protein bars, locust aperitif, or Ooh, yeah. mealworm burgers. And I, they don't sound that bad. You guys are gonna have to try them. We're all gonna have to try them. All right, so. Um, has anyone seen Shark Tank here? Shark Tank. It's like American Dragon's Den. Yes. You have one in Oz. <laughs> yeah, you have one in Oz as well, yeah. Nibs. It's the most brilliant program yes. ever. But they do. They had a cricket protein bar. And apparently when you grind all the crickets up, you actually get a serious amount of protein from them. And it's actually really good. It's huge. Well, I'm not surprised. Who's, who's surprised by that? Me? I was quite surprised. Who, who, who thought that you could just grind up, up loads of cricket? Just, yes. I mean, you would have thought it'd be like 0. .0001 anyway. And you know what these bodybuilders no, 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 are like? No, they like to eat like 100 kilograms of protein a day. So, I mean, it's like, there's I don't know. I was quite surprised you could get that yeah. much. All right, well, there you go. It's no, news I, to I me it, anyway. Like... And it's news to some of the listeners, so it's all right. <laughs> we, Bugs we breed a lot and they're high protein, so it's a good idea for the future, especially when we you know we're just eating everything in sight for the you know, and continuing to do that. I think the problem is obviously we just got to treat the bugs nicely, not like the Wuhan bats, because we don't want them to give us more yeah. viruses. Um, so, yeah. seeing as we like to ask the questions that really matter here, if you only had to eat one insect, what would it be? Do you guys want to know which the what the most commonly eaten insect is? <laughs> Nips, yeah, you are you even me. listening to the question? <laughs> I wouldn't eat an insect if I had the choice and I always have the choice so I'm not going to convert to eating insect products but the most commonly eaten insect is beetles okay oh, nice according yeah, to National Geographic sense. I, I right, think nice. that uh, surely nice. Nibs' choice would be worms because he's already eaten them anyway so it's not exactly it'd probably be it'd probably be snails actually to be oh, fair. I like okay. snails Definitely boiled little snails rolled in salt. Oh, I love that style. That does not look appetizing at all. Are they even insects? Are they even considered insects, or are they like mollusks or something? Well, see, I was thinking that it's not really a, it's not an insect, is it? Technically, I don't think. I think no, insects have to have like what an exoskeleton or something. And like, and well, they got like antennas, don't they? Oh yeah, you're right, Nibs. Actually, they're just they're just a bit shit, really, aren't they? Snails, they're just a bit of shit. Thing. I mean, I think just I know we about. seem to have gone into this. They're just like, too slow. I think we've gone into this whole, like, over the last few weeks, we fail, like, the D- Discovery Channel sometimes. But I think, boys, this is where we reach our limits on understanding of, like, basic animal <laughs> things. And I think we should probably stop there before we start spreading misinformation <laughs> ourselves. Because we are merely hypothesizing. I can see the look. I can see the look on all your faces. It's like, does giraffe have four legs? Or, you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> so I think we should probably stop there now, right? <laughs> I was gonna say I think cricket would be my would be would be my go to. For some reason that just springs out to me like cricket or like I mean those locusts, I've seen I've seen some locusts on like David Attenborough and they're terrifying. Those eyes have been something else. Mm. Would you yeah. get a spider? Uh, a bit too furry for my life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's here's another question for you. Would you eat a kiwi fruit with the skin on? Oh, uh, no, yeah. My mate who's a kiwi is? does this. My mate who's a kiwi really? does this. And I'm like, I do it as well. Weird. I bite the ends and then I eat the whole thing like an apple. Just the whole thing gone. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Whoa. Mm. Oh, From worms to kiwi good. fruits oh. and all the fun in between. <laughs> I mean, we are learning more and more about nibs. I know. Uh, each passing minute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this this podcast should be retitled "The Discovery of Nibal Abimola." <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys, we'll move on. You did not say my name properly at all. I know I did. I completely hashed. I completely messed up your name. All right, I've got quite a, a very short little funny story. All right, guys. Obviously, right now, everyone is really struggling um, working at home and it's a little bit of joy now we obviously have made reference to people sitting with no underwear and all of this now the thing that kind of like you know made me think was well what are these artists doing while um while they're working from home most of them have studios but then you think well hang on a minute what about the graffiti artists so it turns out that banksy is continuing to work from home and he's posted this very amusing picture on Instagram, which is captioned, um, my wife hates it when I work from home. And he's essentially graffitied rats all over the bathroom. Um, of course, the link will be below, but it's very amusing to just see because he's, he's obviously just done his stencils and he's just graffitied all these rats for having a little war in his bathroom, which is very cool. So that's a Do we definitely know who he is yet? no no one knows Do who he is. Just... Presumably his wife knows who he is now at least. Um but yeah. now at least. <laughs> Do you think he met her on RuneScape? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> identity <laughs> hidden. Yeah, that was if we searched Banksy on oh, his, his name on RuneScape was yeah, Banksy123. <laughs> yeah, so, no, no, it was not <laughs> Banksy123. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there are theories out there, aren't there, about who he is, but no one really knows still. He's uh, elusive to this day. Yeah. So, look, this week, um, that uh, we don't have a Have I Got Fake News for You because well, I thought we would just take uh... a little look back. No, we're still going to play a little game, all right, which is related to the game. Okay. We, I thought we'd take a little bit look back at some of the things that we've talked about over the last month, some serious, some not so serious. Um, so the first one... I thought we'd have a look at is actually the top selling product in Walmart has now changed. All right. And I want you guys to guess which the new top pro selling product is. And you can, this is like your little game now. Okay. It's like the, have I got fake news for you, but you can take a guess and you've got to have reasoning okay. as well. Top product in Walmart. Right. Okay. Uh, so I figure it'll be something probably like hobby related or like, you know, we've reached like, especially now that around the world it seems to be we're getting to the point where like the sort of lockdown time is being like extended and whatever. So now people are sort of think of it like a midlife kind of crisis. Something needs to happen. So like, people are going to go and like buy ear piercings or like. Ooh, close. Hair dye or something. Oh! Gonna, yeah. Like, uh... Nibsy, what do you think? I think maybe like a 
puzzles? Ooh, not bad. No, people oh, people aren't games. that intelligent, Nipsey. Especially not America. A puzzle's not hard. <laughs> video game consoles of like... Yeah, exactly. Video. I mean, look at me. I'm playing RuneScape. I mean, God. I never thought I'd see the day when I played that game again. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I, think, I think for my Call guess... I was gonna, I was gonna say the Kama Sutra book because uh, obviously everyone's at home, everyone's <laughs> rounding like animals. It's that or a dildo, right? And I, and I think Walmart. I don't know that, uh, Kama Sutra or dildo. Having said that, the way you reacted, I'm just saying it's got to be hair dye, probably or something like that, is it? Yeah. So, all right. So hair dye, Greg, you've smashed it again. <laughs> yeah. So basically, <laughs> it seems it seems like everyone has gone through the same mass buying cycle. Now, I brought this up because obviously we looked back, and I made a kind of a remark very early on. I think episode two, maybe. Um, about the lack of certain products in Tesco and how I was very excited to find certain alcohols. Um, now, everyone seems to have gone along the same path. And we sort of started out with toilet roll, which for some random reason on episode one, we looked at why everyone was buying toilet roll. And then obviously everyone started buying up food and booze and things like that. Then we obviously had a look at how, um, I think on last week's episode, we looked at how um, there was more tops selling than bottoms. It turns out this week, um, it is hair products. It's almost like everyone suddenly, and I, I can't mock them because as, as everyone knows from last week, I did indeed shave my hair, although I did it very low maintenance. I didn't dye it any funny colors, but it turns out everybody has gone out and bought hair products. So everyone's going through the same cycle. Um, and then I suppose my question to you is, what do you think next week's trend is going to be? Oh yeah, here we go. So if, if we were thinking about it, like, think, you know, what in stages in life, yeah. you know, so you get to around that and you go, oh, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something fun on my hair. So next, it's going to be yachts. Convertibles or yachts. <laughs> yeah, yachts or fast cars. <laughs> my, my... Yachts or um, sports cars. <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns. I reckon it's dildos because I saw an article uh, earlier this week where um, in New Zealand, the sale of sex toys has tripled since quarantine. Yes, yeah, I so saw that as well. I'm yeah. going for dildos. Everyone likes a good dildo. What do you, what about you, Dip Nibs? Do you like a dildo? <laughs> Nah, I don't. I, I really don't know. I don't know what what people are gonna fucking buy next because people have caught me off guard with how stupid <laughs> they are. Like yeah. toilet paper, hair dye. Who knows? Next, it's gonna be fucking paper clips or toothpicks <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. Something completely ridiculous. Yeah, and right, Greg's gonna guess it right again. <laughs> I know, which is the more annoying thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's the most annoying <laughs> thing. How do you know these things are a wise one? It's because he's doing it. It's because Greg went out and bought <laughs> yeah. toilet roll. He went out and he was walking, and you know how hench he is? He could carry like seven back. I think, though, is, is, is this weird, like, just fear of missing out, isn't it? Like like you say, the, the whole toilet paper thing, even the people that weren't sort of, you'd classify as like hoarding it, they'd be like, Oh, I better get like an extra toilet roll because yeah. I hear people are doing it. And then, you know, so that just imagine if everyone's doing that, of course you run out. So it's just, it's like, you know, someone thinks about trying that, you know, dyeing their hair. Someone goes, oh, that sounds like a good idea. I'll do that. Then suddenly this is spread to, oh, I hear that hair stuff's like running out. Maybe I should get some just in case I want to do it in the future. And then all of a sudden it's just. Yeah. But then you've got half the people. Walking around looking like Eminem in 2000 and 2006 <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a blonde top and shaved sides. Next thing you know, you know what? It's going to be MC Hammer Pants. They're going to come in. Oh, very, very yes. oh I'm no excited way. for that one. Hopefully they that's are. the next thing. Hopefully. Yeah. 
flares. God. I'm keen. I'm keen for full-on flares. They're all going. Yeah. Oh, man, well, I think I, yeah. I... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think, like, little electric vehicles as well, like skateboards and things, I think people are going to take being able to be outside to the extreme. They're all going to buy, like, little scooters mm. and <laughs> bikes, and it's just... I mean, no. the thing is, no one's going to go back into a pub, really. I mean, the trade... It's going to take ages for the trade to pick up. And I think people are just going to bask mm. out in this. They could even buy tents, who knows, and camp out in Hyde Park because they're just so excited to be out of their flats in London. But yeah, so look, anyway, I, I want to just, while we were looking back a little bit, I wanted to just have a look at a couple of stories that we debuted um, on our show um, that we maybe hit slightly before mainstream media or... If we didn't hit it before mainstream media, it got so buried by the intense coverage um, that we've experienced in these times of just single, maybe one or two or three different topics. So, you know, one of them Lawrence brought up in episode one, um, which was a slightly more on a serious note. um, And we just wanted to update you was the domestic abuse thing. And this, you know, really no one at that time in the media was talking about it too much. And Lawrence, you know, did some research and brought up a brilliant article. And interestingly, now um, Refuge, a charity that um, obviously handles these kind of things um, and deals with cases and provides a helpline for domestic abuse victims, um, has reported a 700 percent increase in calls over the last four weeks and they reckon there's kind of obviously statistics a little bit hard to come by but they reckon also domestic abuse killings um have more than doubled so i just want to give a big round of applause to lawrence um for kind of picking up that you know for highlighting something in a time that is so will be so tough for those people so yeah i mean it's obviously we're moving on to slightly (laughs) slightly uh, um, a slightly sadder note but i just don't know if anyone had any thoughts on that lawrence have you wanted to pick that back up again yeah i I think it just it just goes it's one of those things when when you when you get anyone and or you get any type of people and, and sort of stick them into a can so they can't really move much and they're stuck in a small house then like people who otherwise would be absolutely lovely and ordinary people can become you know crazed anyway so that's when that's why i think at the time i thought well hold on a second what about the people we know are literally crazed or a or a violent in the first place and obviously it's just only going to get worse and, and seemingly that's what's happened um absolutely I guess it's, no it's essentially a bunny uh, boiler just, kind of a pot isn't it yeah yeah so it's a bit of a shame but if it, it obviously all we can do is just uh, hope that the quarantine ends and uh, hope that these charities can keep helping with people, really. And the police are still doing their job at the end of the day, so hopefully hopefully, uh, things will, will yeah. reduce as appropriate. I do have a story from a friend of mine that I work with who was actually explaining, uh, like, fortunately, this, this has no violence about it whatsoever, but it does kind of uh, go to show how the lockdowns and the isolation can affect relationships or couples or domestic partners so his his younger brother is a like a extremely athletic guy he uh manages like a communications store he's the he's the youngest captain of the football club that he plays at and since he's been obviously working from home and then he hasn't been allowed to train in football and he can't really exercise more than once a day put an extreme amount of tension on him and his partner and they're they're obviously Mm. finding it a lot they're finding it hard and there's a lot of friction there. And he was actually explaining to me that he doesn't think that the, the relationship's going to last as long. I'm, like, fortunately, there is no story of violence whatsoever, but it just goes to show that yeah. all these measures that have been put in can affect people in, in so many different ways, especially when you've got your livelihood taken away from you. Yeah, definitely. 
it can change people a lot. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to quickly touch on one more that we looked at. Um, and that was, um, I wrote an article um, recently on Medium um, about COVID-19 is going to affect people in the long term. And I think something that's not been highlighted enough in the media is where main, like big corporations are, are actually going to really heavily benefit and profit from COVID-19. Um, for instance, there's an article on Vox, which I found really interesting. It's very well written um, about how Amazon is obviously, it's almost like Amazon's become the Red Cross in these situations, you know? It, it, literally, that's what a lot of people are comparing them to. And of course, if you look at their stock price, their stock price has gone up by 20% over the last couple of months. And um, I think it's a brilliant read. And it's obviously something we've kind of talked about more off air. Anyway, we must, 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 must go to a break. So um, if you've got any feedback, comments, questions, you can always email them in to us at podcast at tw3media.co.uk. And we are on the Twitbox at tw3media. We will be right back with John McAfee. Lawrence likes an intro. So Lawrence Ray, King of Brazil, media extraordinaire. We'll be back right after this yes that's that's more respect that's what i needed we are back and we are back with lawrence ray who is going to take you through the uh, part three now i think in john mcafee's life saga so lawrence without further ado Please take it away. Absolutely, Dom. Uh, so where we left off, uh, John McAfee had left, met a botanist uh, and started a company called Coromex to try and essentially uh, fight diseases. So it's all quite nice, right? You know, he'd done yoga and he'd done lots of things that he, he thought were beneficial to the world. Um, so he bought, yeah, this land, built a house, loads of huts and, and all these things. Um, and then he essentially, yeah, started getting involved with a lot of, uh, of gangs and uh, guns and prostitutes and gangsters and just lots of things you shouldn't be doing. Uh, and this is when, yeah, he got into bath salts, um, MDVP, um, which essentially he was, by the sounds of it, allegedly, I have to say, uh, was injecting into his penis at, at certain points. Um, and he uh, basically was posting on blogs and called it Super Perv Powder. Um, he wrote that he was manufacturing MDPV himself and took pictures of the process, posted them onto the forum and wrote that his experiments resulted in side effects like extreme paranoia. Um, and he also wrote that he blinded himself for three hours, uh, didn't sleep for four days uh, and that essentially it yeah, made him wildly uh, paranoid and insatiably horny. Now, the last part of this small section of his life, um, he essentially then got together like a harem of women that, that lived with him. Um, and he wrote on his blog, because obviously you can imagine, right, that, that you know, a harem of women sounds like a good time. Uh, you know, you've got, you've got a different one each night sort of thing, you know, and no one's going to... But he did say that essentially discord was quite common with, with them, uh, and each woman had tried to kill him more than once. Um, so you've got Betsy. Um, he met Betsy after one of his dogs had eaten her chicken. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so yes, that happened. And uh, so... She moved in after that, um, and then he, she threatened to slash his throat multiple times with a knife. Um, Amber won, because there was obviously more than one Amber, um, pulled a knife on Betsy uh, and tried to kill her, and alternated between love and hate for Tiffany. Uh, Marley burst into his room with a gun while he was sleeping and threatened to shoot him. Um, he was sleeping with Anna at the time. Uh, and she also slapped Jane's face with the gun more times than he could count. 
But lastly, the youngest member um, was 17 years old. And she was called Amy. Uh, and she actually broke into his room and tried to shoot him uh, whilst he slept. She, she missed and just, just went past his ear, but ended up bursting his eardrum. So, yeah, that's where I'm going to leave you off today, guys, uh, is with that lovely image of uh, a harem of women surrounding Mr. McAfee in his Belizean <laughs> estate with gangsters and armed security. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Lawrence. Um, no worries. So, um, Greg, we've got another story from you this week, I believe. Um, yeah, let's go for it. Let's, um, so, let me take... Don't sound too to enthusiastic, Nairobi, Greg. Uh, in Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, Dom. <laughs> this is just my resting voice. It is, um, yeah. Go on, then. So, Nairobi, Kenya. Um, Mike Sonko, uh, the current governor of Kenya has been sending out care packages to the capital city and um, and residents can expect, you know, the usual food staples with one bonus inclusion, actually, uh, that's put them under fire this week. Uh, small bottles of... Bottles, by the way, so yes, pure uh, of Hennessy. Uh, the governor has justified the inclusion of the alcohol as, I quote, throat sanitizer, uh, and has claimed that studies have shown that alcohol plays a major role in killing the coronavirus. Um, this is, of course, absolute horseshit. Uh, the World <laughs> Health Organization has stated the exact opposite of this. Um, people should probably minimise their consumption as it sort of lowers your immune system, you know, makes you more susceptible. Um, so to uh, Mike Sonko, I do say, uh, Henna, see you later. Hey. <laughs> and there you have whoop, whoop. it. A new game on TW3 Media has just been formed. That is the pun of the week. <laughs> so pun we look forward week. to whoever's coming up with one next week. All right. Thanks for that, Greg. <laughs> Sounds very good. Bring it, boys. Yeah, you're welcome. So, guys, look, it's been a long time, okay, that we have given out a TW3 award. Now, given it is our month in, all right, and we have spent four weeks analysing, mocking um, those people that deserve it. We've been tackling the fake news. We've been doing all that good stuff. I think it is time that we do give out a TW3 awards. So, if I could get a drum roll, please. <laughs> this month's TW3 award goes to Donald Trump. There's a surprise. <laughs> so, yeah. the reason why. So, I mean, he's in a... What's he done this time? So, look, I mean, wow. um, if it, I don't have enough time, Nibs, to tell you what he's done this time. Um, there's a lot that's gone on over the last month. Now, I know it's a very cliche, easy cop-out for a TW3 ward, but never has someone deserved a TW3 more, ward more than the Donny. So, I mean... We could highlight, we've highlighted quite a lot over the last four weeks, but there is a particular favourite of mine at the moment. Um, now, there's a very good article by Politico that's gone through um, 15 times that Trump has praised China. Okay, now, I don't know if anyone's been following, but Trump came out and he's essentially left the WHO and he's refusing to pay them all any more money. Um, which is very dangerous, especially in, the, I mean, it's just incredibly dangerous in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, it, it's a very, very strange move to do. And he essentially said that China has, um, it's very China-centric was his exact term, the WHO was. But the thing is, is, yeah, I mean, maybe he has political reasons to pull out of the WHO. Maybe he's doing the right thing. The, the, the thing that got me was, well, he said that China is not being transparent. So I just, I thought, well, hang on a minute. 
I'm sure Trump must have praised China and said they're being very transparent. So I had a look back. Uh, January the 24th, Twitter. China has been working very hard to contain the coronavirus. The United States greatly appreciates their efforts and transparency. Uh, I mean, he literally goes on and he just contradicts himself. I just spoke to President Xi last night and, you know, we're working on the problem. The virus is a very tough situation, but I think he's going to handle it. I think he's handled it really well. So, yeah, I mean, the TW3 award obviously has quite a wide criteria for entrance, but there is no wider criteria than the man that is Donnie. And that is why this week, sorry, this month, Donald Trump is getting the TW3 award. Give him a round of applause, boys. Woo, Donnie. Um, we will post it to him. I, I'm not sure if it will get there or not, but we will try nonetheless. So that was the TW3 award. We are going to go to a quick break. And then when we come back, we will be looking at some good news as well as one more story. We will be right back after this. Welcome back, guys. So we have Lawrence is going to bring up a story. What have you got going, Lawrence? My story is very family friendly. Um, so uh, there was something I saw on the, on Twitter uh, yesterday. Um, and then I saw it also on The Mirror, which is, again, a very reputable news uh, site. I really do uh, appreciate their factual reporting in this time. Um, so essentially, a woman bought a sex toy on eBay, um, but didn't realise she was logged on to her mum's account. <laughs> so she got a text <laughs> from <laughs> she got some texts from her mum literally the next day. I think, well, I think it was the same day, actually. Uh, I'm just going to see if I can find the specific texts so I can read them out to you because they're quite good, actually. She gets rinsed by her mum, basically. Um, where is it? Let's see. Oh, it seems like, it seems like the, the mirror who I'm looking on now have actually blocked it out. But essentially, the mum said something like, you know, basically rinsed her out. Here we are. What's this? Are you lonely? Perhaps you need your own eBay. Uh, and then, obviously, the girl was obviously pretty <laughs> upset about it. Um, and then basically the mum alluded to the fact that she might want the dildo herself. So it was quite, a, oh, quite an interesting, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting discussion. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that, Lawrence. Greg, you've got one final story and then we must get on, okay? Yeah, just another quick one that um, has come out this week that Chile has been uh, counting those that have died of coronavirus as recovered um, because uh, they're, of course, no longer contagious, uh, says the health minister. Um, we, have we have 898 patients who are no longer contagious, who are not a source of contagion for others, and we include them as recovered. These are the people who have completed 14 days of diagnosis or who unfortunately have passed away. Good so, God. Kind of worrying news and it's, uh, it's not clear yet how long Chile have been uh, have been doing this for. So it's um, getting some slightly skewed figures from some parts of the world, it seems, in terms of uh, who is recovering, you know, how, how sort of dangerous coronavirus is. There's a lot of hearsay about uh, that the real figures that China has released and yeah. what is actually happening there. So that a lot of people are like, well, they're misleading with how many cases they've confirmed dead, like re uh, recovered in isolation, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, being a communist country, they don't, they're not, they don't have to release that kind of information. Well, mm. yeah, I mean... I mean, similar in the UK, though. I mean, you say over here. Like... Yeah, I think we haven't actually knocked the UK politicians enough, and I think we, they, we do need to 
um, highlight that mm. there are some serious shortcomings in in certain aspects. But yeah, I mean, you are absolutely right with China. And this was obviously part of why Donald Trump got the TW3 award, because he was kind of praising their transparency on the one hand. And then three weeks later, he's suddenly realized that actually Chinese figures are probably not all what they were cracked up to be. Um, and as someone very quaintly put it, I thought, um, they said a broken clock is right twice a day. So I thought that pretty much summed up China's <laughs> figures, if I'm honest. Wow. Um, so I thought That's that perfect. was, yeah, that was pretty good. Thank you very much for that, that Greg. I did not know that. That's very interesting. Um, I hope that doesn't um, have any knock on effects. Right. So we are going to draw to a close this week. We have Nibsy, the man who can wrestle four kangaroos at a time. He can drink a pint in five seconds. And he is exemplary in every aspect of his life. Nibsy, you have 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? I am ready. Hit me. Then you better start this good news quicker than you've ever kicked an Aussie football. Go! The Lego factory is now producing thousands of protective plastic face masks for medical workers. Nice. Good on Lego. A 99-year-old World War II veteran has raised 3.3 million for hospital workers simply by walking laps of his garden. Don't yes! Come on! What a legend. Exciting data from last year. It's said that renewable energy has accounted for almost three quarters of new energy capacity in 2019. Brilliant. Some teens in America have launched a hotline for isolated seniors to listen to pre-recorded jokes, stories, and messages of hope. Fantastic news. On the one year anniversary of the fire of the Notre Dame Cathedral, the bells have rang out in support of healthcare workers. And over to you guys in Britain, a study has found that most British women have become more comfortable with their natural looks while in lockdown. That's Yay. really good news. I was thinking about That's this. Very That's good. really good. Brilliant. And on the finishing note, so from yesterday, 50 years ago, uh, Apollo 13 landed safely back on Earth after four days of fighting up in space to come down to safety. So brilliant. NASA is celebrating and so is the world. I don't know if anyone picked... That's brilliant news. Thank you, Nibsy. I don't know if anyone picked up, but Donald Trump did actually sign an executive order um, to allow America to mine minerals on the moon. That was actually uh, one of my stories mm. this week, but we never really got to it. So that's a little bit of food to thought. Anyway... We are going to, as, as if you have not had enough Donald Trump quotes this week, you've had quite a few and I promise we'll t tame it, we'll rein it back in for next week. But we do always finish on a Donald Trump quote of the week before we sign off and Lawrence, take it away. Okay, so Donald Trump quote of the week this week, um, as, 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 as to clarify, they're not always current ones, but they're good ones. So it is, sorry losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. We salute you. Well, the father of fake news who is probably spreading more misinformation than anyone right now. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening. Greg in London, thanks you. Lawrence, Nibs, you've been absolutely wonderful. That was the week that was. That was your weekly review of the news where we've talked about everything and anything. If you have anything that you would like to feedback, talk to us, or just because you're bored, frustrated, and, you have no, and you're talking to the wall and you've got no one else to talk to, please do email podcast at tw3media.co.uk or twitbox us at tw3media. You've been sensational. Have a great week. We will see you next time. Take care, guys. Goodbye. Woo. Bye-bye. Oh, remember, kids, um, stay inside and keep masturbating.
Oh, Lauren, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I mean, man, I know, I know your girlfriend's the other side of the world, but Jesus Christ, does everything have to be sexual? Like, I know, I know, I know you've, it's been a while since you've had anything, you know, <laughs> anything in bed, but holy, anything. just anything, yeah. <laughs> everything, yeah, Jesus.